I wouldn't be in any other house. And I'm going to tell you, you know, that's why there's such a fight to stay in the house. Well, if it's so great, why so many left? Because it's a fight. And when the devil sees us completely unmoved by his tactics and his devices, you know, he gets us off as individuals and he starts attacking. And then you mess around and do what Proverbs tells us not to do. You isolate yourself. And then you look up and you're just not here anymore. I'm going to tell you, my God, as, as we see these things going forth, I would suggest that you keep a little extra something in your purse. Well, and I, I'm going to say this, and I, you know, sometimes people get into error when it's it's when we get to sewing, and we start doing this sideways sewing. And you you see, I want this, and I believe they got this on them, and and so you go and you, I'm a sew into their life. Okay, guys, that's sideways sewing, and there's no return on that. Unless, like, you heard, Miss Carlita. The Holy Ghost is telling you to do something. Well, Pastor Kim, I just saw you giving money and doing that thing. Yes. What you make happen, what you do to any of my people, you do it unto me. And when you do something for the Lord, I said, when you do something for the Lord, he repays. My God, I'm telling you. Now, uh, we're going to read a, a quick verse. We're going to go to 1 John chapter 3, verse 23. And I'm going to ask media to put it up for me uh, in the version that I sent you in the NLT. And we're going to get into this. Now, I'm going to tell you this pastor has already preached this entire message. And uh, I was like, Lord, have mercy. I hit my daughter. I said, he just preached and hit every scripture I was going to use. I mean, no, I'm telling you, he preached it. And uh, if, if, you know, whoever opened my media notes, they can attest to it. Yes, he just preached your entire message. But it's funny, nothing, nothing is done in the body of Christ, in the word, is happenstance. Nothing's coincidence. Nothing ha happens haphazardly. God knew that because... Uh, last night at about one o'clock, we were sitting in the room, we were watching uh, Dr. Thompson, and the Lord told me, gave me an instruction. He said, speak over the people. He said, don't just deliver this. He said, you, you make declarations over the people. And I'm like, God, why am I going to make declarations over the people? Because your, your husband going to get up and preach this. Now, he didn't know my message. Nor did the praise team know when they sung that song, Hallelujah, that that was the number one hit on his playlist this week. And they just sung it and sung it and sung it. And it. God's going to release something in this house today. I'm telling you, God's going to release something in this house today. And we have to be in expectation. Amen. Let's read this together, please. And this is his commandment. We must believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. Father God, we take your word today. 
Oh, we watched all the wonderful supernatural things you've done and you are doing in our lives. And we're so excited about it, God. We thank you, Father God, for your love. We thank you, God, for your attention and your mindfulness of us, God. Now, God, we want to be your agents here in this world. And we want to convey your love to all that we come into contact with, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for your power, your strength, your anointing working on our lives. God, and as I obey you and I release this word over your people, I'm asking God, hallelujah, for a return beyond our wildest dreams, oh God, because we understand you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above whatever I can ask or think, oh God. We thank you, Father God, that in this house there's found good ground for the seed of the word. God, and I'm gonna stand today as your sower. God, and I'm telling you, I will only say what you tell me to say, God. Hallelujah, and we know that your people will be edified and you will be glorified. In Jesus' name I do pray, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we just ended our winter faith meeting faith for abundant manifestation. Amen. There was nothing like it. By the time it got home, I told my husband, I said, now nah, I've been in some meetings, but boy was at a meeting and I'm sorry it ended, but it didn't end. It didn't end because what's going to happen now is what we've received. We're going to freely give. We're going to do it. We're going to act on it. And we're going to watch God do what we've already seen him begin to do in these 14 days. And that's to give abundant manifestation in our lives. You know, and what we have to do is understand that when God starts doing things in our lives, yes, we get to enjoy it, but it's not just for us. I said we get to enjoy it, but it's not just for us. It's for the masses. It's for everybody who comes into contact with us. People have got to see God own us. They've got to see that there is profit in serving the Lord. Too many of our young people, and I love our young people. I love them. I love them. I mean, I love them. I love them. Some days you just want to bring them all home with you. I said, I ask every now and then, I ask them, can I just bring them home with me? And he was like, no. Uh, no. And then my, my sweet uh, great nephew, I just asked her to have him the other day, and my husband said, uh, no. But why? It's because I, I have a heart for him. But can I tell you something? It, it pains me that they really want to be nothing like us. If you could turn me down just a little bit, please. It hurts me. Does it, yeah, you can get hurt. Yeah, you can get hurt. I have a soul. Yes. That when I look at our, our young people as a whole, when they look at us, the body of Christ, they want to be nothing like us. They don't want to look like us. They don't want to dress like us. They don't want to live like us. And here's the truth, they don't even really like our God. Even though our God is just the most loving, spectacular, wonderful God, but it's because we have poorly represented him. We have poorly represented him. We have made this walk look like drudgery. We've made it look boring. We've made it look uh, uh, like a life of constant struggle. We, we, we don't smile. They can't see where we're winning. They can't see when they go to school. I'm telling you, I went to St. Pete High School. 
And St. Pete High School has always been the school in the city where the affluent uh, uh, attended, you know, for those who use public education. They don't know their own government assistance. You go to St. Pete High School with a portion, but you're still on government assistance because the government's educating your child. But they don't know that. It's just you live in a certain neighborhood. It's just understood that you continue the tradition. And you go there. But I remember going there and, and the cars the kids would drive and the clothes that they would wear. And man, the snacks they would eat after school. And oh, my goodness. Oh, and the, the, the guys who were in the Interact Club and the girls who were in the Rojans, they were like, oh, man. And you look at them and you say, oh, oh. But I didn't have any struggle. Oh, here she go. Because my parents made sure. My mama take a good argument to make sure we went to school looking right. I'm just gonna tell you. I just, no, I'm just gonna tell you. Because there's something about this soul person that lives on the inside of us that's always looking for the come up. Always looking for there's got to be more. But, but what happens, ladies, when we come in and, you know, they look at us and they're like, oh, oh. Because all week long they've been looking at Cardi B. Anybody want to be like, that's all right. Queen B. What are they looking at? Oh no, they just want to be out there in the world. No, 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 no. They're looking at what they can see. So after we've gotten uh, this revelation all week long about God wanting us to build faith for abundant manifestation, we've got to understand that, okay, I don't need all of that. I don't want all of that. I don't have to have all of that. You don't have to, you don't have to. Can God just use you? Can you just be humble enough and allow God to use you? Because whether you know it or not, the world's looking. And the world is always making a judgment between whether or not I want your God or do I want their God. And I'm telling you, too many of our people, I'm we got 50-year-old women who still have the struggle, worshiping at the feet of Beyonce. Why? Because every day they make a judgment. Because we don't have anything good to say when we go to work. Why? Because we're not accessing all that we have in God. Because we're not letting God use us. We're not letting God use us. How much labor did Solomon get or have to put forth to become who and what he was? How much labor did David have to put forth to become who and what he was? What did Esther have to do? I said, what did Esther have to do? Absolutely nothing. She was a foster child. This is not even my notes. My God, okay, God, you said She's a foster child being raised by her uncle Mordecai who just happens to hear about something going on at the palace. Vashti got put out. There's a beauty contest, and I'm looking at Ellie Mae, and she is mighty purity. Because the eunuch said, I need to spend a whole year with you personally. God met, set it up so that she became this eunuch's personal assignment. 
And when it came time, how much work did she have to put forth? Can God just use you? I said, can God just use you? Man, David wasn't doing anything but tending sheep. He wasn't thinking about, you know, competing with his brothers. He wasn't thinking about the palace. He wasn't even in the lineage for it. But my God, Saul's son's name is Jonathan, not David. He was doing nothing but laying out in the field, playing a harp, leading sheep beside still waters, having sheep go out and graze. And then one day the prophet Samuel shows up at his house. Somebody in this house is the next king and I'm here to anoint him and you bring all your sons, you brought all your sons, all your sons who you thought were worthy, all your sons who looked good, all the sons who were clean. And Samuel said, nope, Lord told Samuel, no, it ain't none of them. You don't have another son? Another son? Another son? He even forgot about his own son. Another son. Oh, yeah. That's David. He's out there in the field tending sheep. But you don't want him. Go get him. I said, go get him. And when he began to pour the anointing oil, the oil that wouldn't flow on anybody else, when he got into the presence of David, the oil began to flow. He didn't have to do anything. I said he didn't have to do anything. I said Esther didn't have to do anything. Didn't do anything. Just let God just use me. Just Father God. Just 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 use me. Just just whatever you say, God. Whatever you say, whatever you say, you want me to wear that? Whatever you say. Not what you like, not what you think something's worth. Because there's somebody in life, you're going to change. Just because you said, I'll let God use me. My goodness, man, I'm telling you, they're looking at us. Our babies are looking at us. The world's looking at us. Your cousin's looking at you. Your co-worker's looking at you. They're looking at your marriage. They peek into your car when you open the door and the hamburger wrapper flies out in the wind. They hug you and they smell your hair. They smell the scent you leave behind when you leave the room. They see the tap on your shoe present or not. Oh, Pastor Kim, none of that stuff matters. None of that. Yes, it does. Because it's not about us. Do you know how much work God put into making the Garden of Eden look at we can't, there's, Home Depot don't have enough greenery. They don't have enough color. We have to have stuff imported to make our yards look like anything. Anybody ever just kicked over a stone in your yard and there was gold? But the Garden of Eden, he said in the gold in that land was good. So that tells me they didn't have to mine it. I said they didn't have to mine it. 
I mean, God likes glitter. So I'm just thinking that as he's looking out from heaven, he wanted to see gold reflect. And you know how it came? Do you know how all that came about? God just said something. I said he just said something. All he did was say something. Can I tell you to bring all of this stuff that we deem unnecessary to pass, all we have to do is say something. Hey, I was talking to Dee about sneakers. The price is not gonna go down. No, no, really. No, really, they keep pushing the envelope, right? You know, they hit that place where we're buying sneakers for $69. Then they said, okay, let me see if these people will pay $89. And let's see if they'll pay $100. Now the church backed off of it. But the world, they'll pay it. So then they pushed it up and said, let me see if they'll pay $120. They paid it. They paid $160. They paid it. $180 for Jordans. They paid it. $230, they're paying it. They're paying it. But the church is still back at $69. I said, the church is still back. Ain't nobody been to pay. You ain't got to pay. I said, just let God use you. Because people are making a judgment. Oh, clothes, cars, shoes, sneakers, they can't see your praise at home. No, but the waiter does remember you every time you come in. And the $2 you leave. And then you come back, and it's $2. They look at you like, oh, oh, oh. But Jaquez, the, you know, the boy with his gold teeth and all of the dress and all of that, 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 that you know, that stuff we talk about as Christians? When they leave kissing cousins, they get a girl $50. Come on now. Come on. Come on. But we can do the same thing and don't pray. And ain't serving God. Ain't blessing this food. Ain't nothing. But the Christians show up at the restaurant and they hate that we came. I tell, I'm telling you, I'm a, we are in our house, we are sticklers about that tip. And we keep pushing it up because if it didn't make your day. I said, if it don't make the heathen testify, you didn't leave enough. Well, it's just Applebee's. Let me tell you about the last time we went to Applebee's. Wasn't the last time, time before last. Pastor tipped the young man. He ain't look like he went to church that day. It was Sunday, so I know he ain't been. Kidding about whether or not you went to church. I'm trying to get something into you. And he blessed him. The boy went away, opened the envelope, came back. He said, sir? He said, sir. This is a young white man to this big black rich pastor. He said, sir, I wasn't going to be able to pay my rent. He said, I was not going to be able to pay my rent. He said, sir, I was not going to be able to pay my rent if you hadn't done this. eating at their table, go home and cook. Go to Publix, 
and get you a box of chicken wings and go sit down at your house and talk to God while you eating and say, God, next Sunday I want to go out and I want to be able to change somebody's life when I leave. But time out for us as Christians looking the worst in the world. Christian women, we talking about the Muslim girl walking around with her, what they call that thing? Habakkuk, hijab. Go on Instagram. I said go on Instagram and look at how those Muslim women look. Look at the makeup lines they launching. Covered up from head to toe. You can't see nothing but their eyes and lips. But when they step out, no, they ain't got to show nothing, now bit of nothing. But we're serving the most high God. But I'm going to tell you, you ain't got to work for it. I said you don't have to work for it. The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. Can you put that up, Proverbs 10, 22? Put it in the NIV, if I'm not mistaken. And he adds no trouble to it. Amplified classic, that's the one. The blessing of the Lord, it makes true, not fake rich. I said not fake rich, not paycheck rich. I'm not talking about paycheck rich. I'm not talking about pension rich. I'm talking truly rich. Where you can make somebody smile. The Lord challenged me. We were sitting there last night watching Dr. Thompson from, what was that, 2090-something? It was a long time ago. And as we were sitting there, I turned to my husband. I said, I wonder how many Christians, better yet, how many people in our ministry could we call? Somebody woke them up out of their sleep and said, hey, I use my faith all day long, and I can't buy groceries. How many of us could go buy groceries for somebody else? I mean, fill it up. How many of us? In the middle of it, just because just you called, and they said, I use my faith, Pastor Kim. I, you, I prayed, I prayed, I meditated, but I don't want to put my kids to bed hungry tonight. I, I, I want groceries. Help me, please. How many of us? And it not. And it not turn our boat upside down. See, that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about abundant manifestation. I'm talking about can you make some child smile? Can I tell you something? We are past the days where kangaroos make a child smile. They want a swoop. They want they, 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 a swoosh. That's right. See, they want a swoosh. That makes them smile. They, 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 they want pink. They want that stuff. Oh, you ain't got to wear it. Let God use you. But when he tells you to put it on, you don't have to work for it, Brother Tom. That's the only point I'm trying to make. That there's something God is trying to do. You don't have to work for it. The blessing will do it, right? And it says, and he adds no sorrow with it. Neither 
neither does toiling increase it. Why? You can't increase something that's produced by the blessing. Because here's the thing about the blessing. The blessing has no cap. How do you increase something that has no cap? You can increase something that has a limit, but something that has no limit, how can you increase it? You can't increase it. But I'm telling you, you don't have to work for it. You just have to do what God did. Say something. I said, all you have to do is say something. We're going to learn today how to say the name. Because when we release the name of Jesus, I said, when we release the name of Jesus, things happen. Things happen, right? 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, verse 18 in the Amplified Classic says this. It says, but all things are from God, who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, and brought us into harmony with himself. There's our abundant manifestation. Is that easy, right? And gave to us the ministry of reconciliation. Look at this, this clause right here. That by word and deed, we might aim to bring others into harmony with him. That by word and deed. Oh, I'm a minister of reconciliation. I just got to go say something. No, 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 no. Did God just say something? Or did he say something that then prompted him to do something? No, we are going to reconcile these people to God. Why? By what we say and what we do. All right? So we've got to get this. Now, we've got special help to get this done. We've got help to get this done. We've got help to get this done. Let's just jump to the end of the text that we're going to use this morning. Go to Acts chapter 3, verse 16 for me. Here's a special help. And his name. We'll look at the story in a minute that Pastor already taught. <laughs> and his name. Through faith in his name. Anybody in here have faith in the name? hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know, you know him. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Listen to it in the Living Bible. It says, Jesus' name has healed this man, and you know how lame he was before. Faith in Jesus' name, faith given us from God, has caused this man perfect healing. Let's look at it in the Philip's New, Trans, uh, New Testament. It says, it is the name of the same Jesus. It is the faith in that name which has cured this man whom you see and recognize. Yes, it was faith in Christ which gave this man perfect health and strength in full view of you all. Amen. Full view. Yeah. Lame. Now, perfect soundness in his body. A perfect healing. I mean, made completely whole, full of strength, perfect health. But how can I minister that if I'm struggling to receive that? How can I do it? How can I go in the hospital and be effective, you know, and I'm hurting? 
and I'm sick, and my pill bottle falls out of my purse. But I want to tell them because they laying on the bed, you need to trust God, just trust God. Oh, did you trust God last night? There's power in the name of Jesus. We don't have to work for it. Anything that we're desiring, anything we need to see happen, all we have to do is say something. All we say is say, all I have to do is say something. Complaining ain't fixed it yet. Complaining's not going to fix it tomorrow. There's no scripture I can give you that shows you if you complain enough, it'll work. There's no complaint that'll fix that situation. There's no complaint that's going to, I'm so tired of these kids acting like this. I'm so tired of it. That ain't going to fix it. Your yelling at them ain't going to fix it. Your fighting them ain't going to fix it. You're hitting them in the throat, drop kicking them, all this crazy mess I hear people talking about. It doesn't fix it. Because your drop kick ain't got much power. You drop kick them, they lay on the floor for a few minutes, they get up and they say what? Because there's a supernatural reality. There are demons working in them, huh? I said there are demons working in them. And I've never seen a drop kick do anything to a demon. Well, I know how to fix y'all. Just take your phone. For what? I said take it for what? Stop tearing up your own money. I'm going to bust your phone up. For what? You paid $900? No, no, no. You still got payments on that. Why'd you tear that phone up? Why'd you tear it up? Well, they had some mess on it, and I ain't like what I saw. Well, what you think? That school you send them to, they see messing all the time. You ain't withdrawing from that. You know where the source is. Shanika, Shanika, who you let her hang out with all the time? You know where the source is. You ain't stop that. It's not the phone. All this spectrum internet around here, all they got to find is somebody, oh, iPod, they don't want anymore. I'm not finna battle a phone. I said, I'm not about to battle a phone. I said, I'm not the battle of phone. I go in my room and I battle the devil. I tell it, I say, Jesus, they've been sitting on those devices too long. Now, I'm telling you, Father God, and I'm not finna be wrestling or tongue twisting and fighting with them. I say, Lord, you know what you have to do, and then all of a sudden you just walk in, and all of a sudden they done call their own little fast. Hey, mama, you ain't seen that on Instagram? No, I ain't seen that on Instagram. I uploaded off my phone for a little while. I got to fast from that. Thank you, Jesus. And I don't say nothing to them. I don't say nothing to them. I go back to washing this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I'm not... I'm not finna fight. If you want to follow my faith, I'm not finna fight mine. I said I'm not finna fight them. I finna, I got time. I finna, no, I'm not finna fight you. I'm not finna fight you. I'm not gonna fight you. And you make me mad, I'm gonna buy you something. 
Ah, uh, you make me mad, I'm gonna buy you something. You gonna buy them something that made you mad? Yes! 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 Because my faith says they won't be like this all the time! My faith says they are righteous, they are holy, they are virtuous. That's what my faith says. I'm gonna strip, I'm gonna strip them down to no. That's what your faith says, strip God didn't strip your rebellious behind down to nothing. He ain't told what you did. I said he ain't told what you did. He ain't told a bit of it. I said he ain't told a bit of it. Pastor preaching, preaching like he know. Pastor don't know nothing. Pastor Kim Mellon like she knows she don't know nothing. You don't even have to feel awkward. We don't know. We stay in our house. And we don't set our feet in many people's houses. And many people don't set their foot in our houses. We're not sitting around with nobody. So let the devil get that out your mind. There's nobody who shows up to our house every Saturday shooting off their guns. Nope. We don't know. My kids know if I get a text message, I do a dance. Oh, my God, I got a text. <laughs> because you don't want to taint the gift. I said, you don't want to taint the gift. But see, we don't have to fight. We say something. Go to Luke 2.21. Luke 2.21. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. See, that name Jesus is not something Mary and jo you know, Joseph went, or Mary and Elizabeth got together on the baby name book. And so, oh, we're going to pick us a name. Oh, we're going to pick us a name. Come on. Shaniqua Kwana Anya Shana. No, that's too many. Okay, what's his name? Chaquez, and what's your name? Leela, Chaquelila, Chaquelila it is! Chaquelila, Chaquelila, and we can call her Lele for short, and I know I'm talking right. Jacqueline, Jacqueline, Jacquez, and Lalila, Jacqueline. Ooh, that is so good. But see, I don't want to put no C in there. I'm going to use a Q U E because it's going to be Jacqueline. What not, not. With an apostrophe after the E. J-A-Q-U-E apostrophe L-E-L-A-H. Do you know in this English language there is no apostrophe E-L? E apostrophe L. There's none, that's not, that's not in the English language. But not for Jesus. I said, not for Jesus. I said, his name, man, not for Jesus. The angel spoke that name before. Before. Before he was conceived. Why? He knew something. Go to Isaiah 9, verse 6. There was something that was already known. 
For unto us a child is born. This is, this is Isaiah. And unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now, look at it in the Passion Translation. you got to hear this. A child has been born for us. The responsibility of complete dominion will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be the Wonderful One, the Extraordinary Strategist. Hallelujah. The Mighty God, the Prince of Peace, great and vast is his dominion. And look at this. I said, look at this name. Look at this name. And he will bring immeasurable peace and all in the name. I said all in the name. When I say Jesus, I am bringing to the situation. Come on now. Something wonderful. Something extraordinary. I'm downloading strategy. Come on. I've got some might coming. I've got some peace coming. And I've got immeasurable peace and prosperity. Immeasurable. Oh, y'all stop fighting, just say something. I said just say something. You know those lines in your face fighting? I ain't gonna you're not finna mess this up. No, you're not finna worry me. No, I know I've lived right before you. You wants to run out there and see what that end is. I'm not finna. No, I've got a promise. All I have to do is Jesus. I'm going to prove it to you. All I have to say is Jesus. Woo! There's power in that name. Just say it one time and feel it. Woo! Jesus. Jesus. All right, go back to Acts. I don't know where I am. Bless God. We'll figure it out. Go back to Acts chapter 3. And we're going to go to verse 1. Because I want you to understand this story. I want you to see something. It says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb. Say lame. Lame. From his mother's womb. womb. He's never walked. I said he's never walked. He has something they would call a congenital condition. He's had it from birth. From birth, congenital. Put that meaning up for me for congenital, please. It's of a disease or physical abnormality. Abnormality. Yeah, I said it right. Present from birth. Here are the synonyms for it. See if this describes anybody you know. Inborn issue, inherited issue of hereditary. It's in the blood. In the blood. I said it's in the blood. See, when pastor said HIV don't mean nothing because it's in the blood. HPV don't mean nothing, it's in the blood. In the family, innate, inbred. Constitutional, it's part of their constitution. Built in, inbuilt, ingrown, natural, native, original, inherent, unlearned, instinctual. They didn't have to learn that behavior. Where they get that from? It's, it was, it just, it, it's in there. Deep-rooted, deep-seated, having a particular trait from birth or by a firmly established habit. 
This man has an issue that is deeply rooted, that's deep-seated, that has a firmly established, don't just look at Lane. Don't just look at Lane. Oh, kind of lanes. You know there's some financially lame people? With some innate poverty, deep-rooted, deep-seated, made by firmly established habit. You just have a habit of spending everything you have. You just have a habit of not paying your bills. You just have a habit. But can I tell you something? That don't mean anything to the name of Jesus. Ah, that should have bought somebody good news. I don't care if you've been a financial dodo all 48 years. The moment you decide you're going to have faith in that name, I said the moment you decide you're going to have faith, it's good. Watch what will happen. We're going to go back to Acts 3. And he laid daily. He laid. He, he was past physical therapy. You know therapy for that. He laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. That he didn't ask for healing. He asked for some money. Right? And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. Look on us. Look at us. Can you say, look at me? And garner someone's attention? Look at me. Look at me. They weren't dirty. They weren't dusty. They weren't looking a mess. They weren't dusty. Look on us. Verse 5. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. He saw something on them. I said he saw. You ever got ready to ask somebody something and you looked up at him and you said, no. You know what, let me not even ask you because your face, your face, your face, your, your face, your, your face, your, your face already tell me. Your outfit already tell me. You know what, your shoes already told me. I mean, your breath already told me. Your, what you, your breath, it already told me. It already told me. It already told me. I said it already told me. But when they looked on Peter and John, they saw Peter and John, they saw something and said, hey. There was he could he could set an expectation. He could set an expectation. Keep going. Then Peter said, because he looked like he had silver and gold. I said he looked like he had silver and gold. I said he looked like he had silver and gold, right? Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give to thee. Now why don't they have any silver and gold? Because remember, Jesus instructed them. When you go out, I'm sending you into the highways and the byways to the children of Israel. He says when you go out, don't take a change purse, don't take nothing with you. Why? Because I'm equipping you with something that will do far more. 
see, what will happen when you go out with your silver and gold is the same thing that happens with us when we go out with our paycheck. We go out thinking we can do mighty things because I have this much in my check. No, nope. don't take your little check. Don't take your ATM card. Don't take your little credit card. Because what I'm going to give you and the things I'm going to have you do, your bank account can't do it. Your little money bag ain't going to be able to do it. But I'm going to give you something. I've already given you authority over every bit of eating. All you have to do is go out with the power I've given you. You saying we can go out with nothing? Yes. 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 What did David's dad have to give him to go out with? Nothing. But he led a captain. What did Mordecai have to give Esther? Jesus had plenty to give them, but see, he's teaching them to not rely on anything outside of your faith. And I want you to have faith in my name. Keep going. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him. I said he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. It didn't say he grabbed him under his arms, under his shoulders, and drug his body up. No, the moment Peter reached his right hand out, supernatural strength began to flow, right? Right, because he was able to lift him up and immediately. His feet and ankle bones received strength. Oh, we skipped something. Go back to six. Yeah. He said, in the name of Jesus. I can't skip that. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, not Jesus of Galilee missionary. No, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Name, faith in the right name. Faith in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Have faith in Jesus, the anointed one, and his anointing. And get up and walk and immediately. I said, and immediately, not six months later. See, Dr. Thompson's working with me on getting past time and waiting. I've been listening to him. He said, y'all stop with all this waiting. It's, I've got comfort in waiting. But this man immediately received strength in his feet and ankle bones that had never worked. And if he came out of the womb lame, were probably malformed, deformed. No, if the bone was even there! Verse eight, and he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising Do you see because Peter and John were walking in a faith and in an anointing, it catapulted this man. He got a revelation, y'all. He got a revelation. 
because he left out. Not like, Peter and John, look what y'all did for me. Look at what y'all did for me. It wasn't placed in the wrong place. Peter, man, Peter, you my boy, Peter, you my No. Leaping and praising God, verse 9. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. He'd been in this day forever. Ten. And, when, and they knew, they knew. They knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled. I said, and they were filled. I said, and they were filled. Hallelujah, with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man, which was healed, held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. Oh, now they got an audience. I said, now they got an audience. I said, now they got an audience. Come on now, verse 12. And when Peter saw it, oh, I'm about to seize this opportunity right here. He answered unto the people, ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Why did you move you so bad? I just bought the girl a car. Why the whole neighborhood? Why is the whole neighborhood out here? Why is everybody, why is everybody coming out their house? All I did was buy the girl a car. All I did was renovate the lady's house. That's all I, I just put a roof on. I was driving past here. My grandmama used to live down the street, and I noticed she had a top on her roof, and I said, okay, Lord, yeah, I put a roof on. That's all. Why is everybody out here? But since you out here, why look you so earnestly on us? Why you looking at me? Why you looking at me? As though by my own power. Or holiness. Why you looking at me like I did? I, baby, 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 come here, come here. Baby, I ain't do nothing. If I disconnected from Jesus, I ain't do, if I disconnect from, baby, listen, I didn't do a thing. I didn't do, you hear me? I didn't do a thing. You know they're ignorant and unlearned men. They've already been told so. We didn't do a thing. Right? Think our power made this man to walk? Keep going for me. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son Jesus whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence. Oh, he's preaching now. When he was determined to let him go. Remember that God you denied when your grandmama took you to church? That one when I came by here three years ago trying to talk to you about that same Jesus. I said that same Jesus. I said that same Jesus. Whoa. When you talked about me for going to church, that same Jesus. When you laughed at me for sewing into that man's pocket, that same Jesus. That same Jesus. My God. My God. My God. When you laughed because I chose the highway of holiness. But you denied him. I didn't deny it. You denied it. The Holy One and the Just. And desired. You desired a murderer. 
You desire to follow the devil. You desire to follow Tupac. That murderer you followed. You chose him over my Jesus. You wanted him, verse 15, and killed. I said, and you killed. Oh, and you killed the prince of life whom God has raised from the dead. The prince of life. You killed him. But God raised him from the dead whereof we are witnesses. In his name. I said in his name. I said in his name. Jesus, through faith in his name, has made this man strong. I don't care what side of the story you're on. I don't care if you've been laying at that gate and every time you come in here, you feel bad. I don't care which side the story of you. If you're debt-free, living in abundance, and a paymaster of a gospel, my God, now it's time for you to start doing some real things. See, we were talking about that this morning, Deke. We're not free to minister to people. When people need a ride, I ain't got to call off no job. I go where I want to go. I go in when I want to go in. If I don't feel like going, I don't go. Or you've been laying at the gate. Cripple your whole life, trying to use your whole life. It ain't never worked out for you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You just need to stop looking at whoever you've been looking at and look on us. Tell your neighbor, you can look on me. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and knew. Yes! The faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the name of you all. After this, these boys are arrested. They're arrested. They, they, they go get them, go get them, lay hands on them, bring them here, bring them here to the leadership, the establishment. Say, bring them here. You know when you start doing too much good, the IRS said, bring them here, bring them here, bring them here. We got some questions for them. Bring them here. Bring me in. I said, bring me in. I've been working in my integrity in these unrighteous mammon. You're not going to find it. Bring me in. They laid hold on. Go over to Acts chapter 4, verse 7. Oh, they want to know. They had a question for him. They had a question for him. I said they had a question for him. It says that when they had set them in the midst, they set them in the middle of the council. Put them right there so we can all look at them. They said, by what power? Oh, but they know. They know. See, they know you can't separate a name from the power. They know that. And they said, and by what name have you done this? By what power and by what name? There's power in a name. There's power in a name. Then Peter, here he go again. I said, here he go again. Oh, here he go. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, Said unto them, ye rulers of the people. Not you rule of me. 
I've already showed you what power I operate under. You rulers, I'm ruled by a higher authority. You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if this day, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to this impotent man, by what means he is made whole, verse 10, be it known. I said, let it be known. Unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name, I said that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this girl stand before you. Does that man stand before you? Hold. No other name. No other name. I said no other name. No other name. Woo. No other name. I want to release some things over. We're going to read this scripture. And I'm going to go to Mark 16, 17. I got any believers in the house? I ain't say church folk. I, I want, are there believers? See, your actions tell me whether you believe or not. Your job's still number one. You're not yet a believer. And that's why no sign. Your paycheck still ruling you? I didn't say a Christian. I said a believer. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my, in my name. They shall cast out devils. Go to uh, Acts 16, 18. And this she did, this girl running behind your boys, did many times, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I said, turn and said to the spirit, not the girl. I said, turn and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her, and he came out. In the name of Jesus, I said, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare a freedom from every bit of demonic oppression and possession now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, it is so. 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 Folk acting up. Understand the spiritual reality. It's not them. Stop speaking to them. Speak to the spirit that has. Mark 9, 38. And Jesus answered him saying, Master, we saw one. This is how powerful the name of Jesus is. Look at this, y'all. We saw one casting out devils in your name and he doesn't follow us. And we told him to hush, because he don't follow us. Look at what Jesus said. Forbid him not, for there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name. They don't follow him. But they believe in the power of that. They built faith. 
and the power, there's power for freedom from demonic oppression and possession in the name of Jesus. Ooh. Go to, I sent you this media, uh, Philippians 2, 8 through 10 in the Passion Translation. It says, he humbled himself and became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. Because of that obedience, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. The authority of the name of Jesus Christ, look at this, causes every need to bow in reverence. You got to believe that. Every need to bow in reverence. Everything and everyone will one day submit to this name in the heavenly realm, in the earthly realm, and in the demonic realm. Devil can't stay at your house. He can't operate in your children. He can't operate in your spouse. He can't operate at your job. He cannot operate. You walk in, you ain't got to be ugly. In the name of Jesus. You go in that boardroom, they call you in to talk. In the name of Jesus. You walk back. Come on now. Let's keep going. Give me John 15, 16 in the easy to read version. You didn't choose me. I chose you. And I gave you this work. This is just how Jesus is speaking to us. To go and produce fruit. Fruit that will last. Then your father will give you anything you ask for in my name. Anything. I said anything. Anything you ask for in his name. The Father will give you. I said anything you ask for. Anything. Anything you ask the Father for in my name. Do you believe it? You ask in my name. Anything. Nothing too big, too expensive, too lofty, too challenging. Oh, they, they real far gone. What that mean to God? He raised Jesus from the dead. He raised Lazarus. What does that mean? You ask him anything. Go to John 16, 23 in the Living Bible. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. This is Jesus still talking. For you can go directly to the Father and ask him. And he will give you what you ask for because you use my name. You haven't tried this before. You haven't tried this before. You haven't tried this before. But begin now. Ask! Using my name. And you will receive. And your cup of joy will overflow. You ain't asked. I did ask. You didn't ask. See, I have spoken of these matters very guardedly. But the time will come when this will not be necessary and I will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will present 
See, you, you've not had enough time with Jesus yet. You've not had enough time with the word. But when you go ahead and do that, now you can go to the Father, right? Right? Then you will present your petitions over my signature. See, your signature can't get it done. I said your signature can't get it done. Your mama who been co-signing for you all your life, she can't keep doing it. Auntie Maynell can't keep doing it for you. But guess what? Can I tell you something? If you go ahead and start presenting your petition, hallelujah, over his signature, he says, I won't need to ask the Father to grant you these requests. Is that it? You won't have to ask the Father. Why? Because you're going to ask. Because you're going to ask. And you're going to ask over his signature. And whatever you ask him, he might give it to you. He will give it to you. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I release God's hand to operate in your life now. In Jesus' name, be rich, be whole, be strong, be abundantly supplied, never run out, never lack. Whatever you ask, he'll give it to you. My God. You've not done this before, but begin now. Begin now. Begin now. Stop fussing so much. Stop nagging. Stop nagging. Stop nagging. Stop nagging. Whoever that's for, stop nagging. Know what authority you have in the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 4, verse 29, in the voice. And now, Lord, take note of their intimidations intended to silence us. Grant us, your servants, the courageous confidence we need to go ahead and proclaim your message while you reach out your hand to heal, enabling us to perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You will go forth in signs, wonders, and miracles. You will change lives. You will heal the sick. Hallelujah, the lame will walk. Hallelujah, situations for other people will turn around. In the name of Jesus. This power. In the name of Jesus, miracles will happen. Miracles will happen in the name of Jesus. Signs, wonders, miracles will happen. Go to John 20 and 31. But these are written that you might believe in Jesus, that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have, look at this, life through his name. Zoe life, full life, active life, prosperous life, a flourishing life. Oh my God, a meaningful life, abundant life through his name. Go to Acts chapter nine, chapter eight, excuse me, verse nine through 12. Hallelujah. 
But there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city, uh, in the same city, used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one. But we know that Jesus' name is the greatest name of all times. To whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the great power of God. And to him, they had regard, because that of a long time, a long time, he had bewitched them with sorceries. See, the people couldn't see who the real God was because there was someone out front showing some signs. See, our cousins would come out the root lady house if they start seeing some signs. They'll stop doing yoga. Hallelujah, if they can start seeing some signs. They'll stop worshiping rocks and crystals and grass and birds and trees and beads if they start seeing some sign. Because they're all looking for a sign, but you have now power in the name of Jesus to release sign wonders and miracles. They've been bewitched. I said they've been bewitched. Oh, but you're on the scene now. You're on the scene now. With faith and faith in that name. Oh, watch what's going to happen. Oh. <laughs> but when they believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God. Oh, but he didn't stop there. He preached the things concerning the kingdom of God, but he also preached the things concerning the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized, both men and women. The moment they began to operate in the name of Jesus Christ, eternal life, eternal life, Zoe life, life that's perpetual, Without ceasing. We don't die, ladies and gentlemen. We don't die. We don't die. We just sleep. As my grandmother we used to say to that great getting up morning, we just sleep. Right? But when we preach, hallelujah, the name of Jesus Christ, they'll stop being bewitched. They'll see the sorcerer for who and what he is. So in the name of Jesus, I release the power for salvation. I release life in this room. See, I'm just showing you what you're going to do. I'm just showing you what you're going to do. You see them in there bewitched? They start pulling rabbits' foots and all sorts of things out of their pocket. Don't you be moved. Don't you get scared. Eat the spaghetti next time they offer it to you. Don't worry about it. And you say in the name of Jesus, no more sorcery, no more witchcraft. I release in the name of Jesus eternal life, salvation to your people. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, the last one. Victor, media, I didn't give you this one. This is the last one. Go to 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Oh. 
Praise team, come help us. We're going we gonna to sing about the name of Jesus with some understanding now. We got a lot of people losing. A lot of people losing, losing battles with health, losing battles financially, losing battles, my goodness, in the school system. I mean, man, man, it's too many of our kids failing. I was just sitting asking past the other night, I mean, do we have any star athletes? And he gave me a couple names. I said, we got any scholars, you know? You know, who we can put some money behind going to school? You know, who? I mean, that ain't going to waste our money. Hmm, okay. Losing in our health. Too much sickness. Well, Pastor Kim, I'm not sick yet, yet, yet. I'm going to say yet. Because we're playing with our bodies. And we're losing. We're losing. How long do you think we can keep this up and it not have an effect on this natural body? Oh, but I've got good news. We're not going to keep losing. I said we are not going to keep losing. Our children will not be the bottom. They will be the head. They will be above only and never beneath. Hallelujah! You're not going to lose out on another promotion. You're not going to lose out on anything. You're not going to lose another house. You're not going to lose another car. You're not going to be put out any more apartments. You're no longer losing. No more losing. Why? But thanks be to God. Give him some thanks. Give him some thanks. in the name of Jesus. So in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I release victory now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. World overcoming victory in Jesus' name. You can't lose. You can't lose. You've got Jesus and his name on your side. When we use the name of Jesus, we're not wasting time when we use the name. We're not being unproductive. You're not going to do nothing? I did something. I called the name of Jesus. I did something. That's it. Call the name of Jesus. I did something. I did something. Well, I see you do nothing. You didn't have to see me. I called the name of Jesus. See, when I use the name of Jesus, I call all three realms to attention. I call the heavens, 
I call the earth and I call hell. I call everything. When the generals. I wasn't in the military. But I've watched enough military movies to know. When an officer is on deck in the Navy. I said when the officer is on deck in the Navy. Everybody, when the general walks in the room. Hallelujah! When the commander in chief, our president, like him or not. But I tell you what. But I'm telling you when Jesus. When Jesus. I said when Jesus. When you call his name and you invite him into the room. Everything comes to attention. Well, you ain't did nothing. I did do something. I called. Sing for us. I call the name of Jesus.
There's no name in this universe, no name given under heaven, whereby men might be saved than the name of Jesus. The absolute most powerful name in the universe. It's a name that guarantees victory. And it doesn't matter whatever you struggle with, the name of Jesus guarantees victory. There's nothing in this world, on this planet, in this universe that can defeat a person who puts faith in the name of Jesus. There's not a condition, a situation. There's not an addiction. There's no drug stronger than the name of Jesus. His name is more powerful than any name that can be named. And that name is given to us to use. Man, my outlook looks real good. Did you hear what I said? My outlook looks really good. I don't care what you came here with. I don't care how things were when you left home. Your outlook looks really good. Wow, we have just heard from heaven. We have heard from heaven. And I was sitting there thinking, I said, boy, if a person can sit up in here with that kind of preaching about the name of Jesus Christ and just chew gum and settle and don't, don't move, I don't think you saved. I don't, I don't even think you say because see, when a believer hears, it's like, it's like when you hear the name of your boyfriend, your girlfriend, somebody when you, you know when you're in love with somebody, you just, when you hear their name, you just, oh, oh, yeah. Oh. When you hear the name of your savior, you, you can't, you, you can't be saved and be cute. No, something about, oh man, something about that name. That, that something about that name. That, every time I hear that name, man. And you preaching that name? You preach that name to me too? I can't just chill when I hear that name. All the chill goes out the door when I hear that name. That, that name? I got saved calling that name. Thank you, Lord. 30 years ago today, on a second Sunday in February, I was sitting in my church, my home church. I'd been outside playing, you know, I was a teenager, 17 years old, running around, you know, 17, you think about girls and all that kind of stuff. And for some reason, that I'd come inside and I was sitting in the back of the church, my brother was preaching. And I can't explain to you how I made it from the back of the church to the altar crying out for Jesus 30 years ago today 
but that name changed my life 30 years ago and I have no regrets I will never go back that name has changed my life so I can't sit cute when they preaching Jesus and singing Jesus I can't because 30 years ago if Jesus hadn't changed my life I'd be on my way to a devil's hell 30 years ago it was February 12th but 30 years ago that was on a Sunday this Sunday I still remember like it was yesterday <laughs> oh thank you honey thank you for preaching 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 the word of God in truth and father we thank you for anointing pastor Kim's head with oil and causing her cup to run over and we pray that father you'd along with that cause goodness and mercy to follow her all the days of her life and Lord, as we have sat in this presence, in this time, and received the overflow from her cup, thank you that surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. And we will dwell in your house forever and ever and ever. Because there's no place we'd rather be, nothing we'd rather do, no God we'd rather serve and no name we'd rather have or call or use than the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that in this place, every person who's heard this message and received it with thanksgiving, every person, Father, who's watching online from some other country, some other state, Lord, wherever they are, who's watching this word and received it, that they experience phenomenal victory and phenomenal victories from this moment forward because of the power in the name of Jesus thank you Lord that we can't lose from now on we can't lose we, we can't lose 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 we can't be stopped we can't be stopped we can't be turned around we can't we can't be defeated. We can't be killed. We won't be denied. Because we have great victory. In the greatest name. Jesus. We receive that and we thank you for it. We give you praise and glory and honor for today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, but put your hands together, everybody.